everybody, look at that! It's another ADHD and D episode. It's been a while. I don't even remember what the, who the characters are. What's going Ooh, on? Well, I I sort of remember. So you're Blumkin. That's correct. Half orc barbarian. That's what it says. I'm on the pants. Uh, and I'm Helvetica, the Tiefling cleric, and we are on an adventure uh, at the Bureau of ADHD and D. Oh, that's right. We just knuckle nuts took us here, and then we got put in a room, and a guy like interrogated us, you know, and then. Then we have doors keep opening mysteriously, and Tony beats some people to death with his pee pee, and then a big, a big light flashed, and then threw some people across some rooms, and it was scary. Yeah, so it looks like that Blumpkin and Helvetica sure found themselves in the thick of it this time, <laughs> and they're going to have to escape from the ADHD D with the help of a few friends. <laughs> the beginning of a hast. You son of a bitch, I'm in. <laughs> and also, Danny Ocean is there. Yes, Danny Ocean is and uh, recurring character. Miss Congeniality is also by there. George Clooney. That's All right. Her. He's here. Here he comes. He's drinking George espresso. Clooney. Watch out, espresso and Danny DeVito's here too. I'm kidding. Guess All right, everybody. Enjoy the episode of ADHD and D. Transmission. Transition. Oh, you said it! Oh. <laughs> I didn't even think of that. God damn it. <laughs> You'll hear the violent cacophony of the guards fighting their seemingly invisible assailants, screaming, grunting, crying, as bright flashes of light fun- punctuate every blow. In front of you, a triton, a merfolk, if your eyes are to be believed, stands holding the door, waiting for you to step through. Tony's reaction is one of recognition and relief. Oh, fucking thank God, Maud. It's so good to see you again. And he wastes no time in trotting through the threshold. Jesus. <laughs> so, so we were... We were... We're standing around a bunch of dead people, basically. Yeah, the, the People who have been Tony beaten to death. With Tony's giant unicorn dick. Yes, unicorn dick. Yes. I love him back to ADHD and D. It's been 33 well, seconds we're up. already on unicorn Yeah, dick. well, so I, so, and we have the Great X and Great Hammer. Great X, I have a Warhammer now. I'm, I'm, I'm worried if this is metagaming, but, like, probably. I feel like, probably, if you're thinking about it, I feel like Blumpkin, do the, do the guards have, like, key cards on them? You know, fantasy little beboops. Uh, most everything that you've seen thus far in terms of these keypads have been palm print. Fuck, because I was gonna say maybe maybe they were shiny and then like Blumpkin would want one and that would be great, but no. So, so uh, uh, what what is shiny is the bright flashes the bright of flashes, light yeah. that keep going off on the other side of this hallway, sending guards flying hither and thither. Some of them are managing to get up on their feet and try to fight whatever is causing this chaos. Others are like bending down and trying to treat ones that are badly injured. Uh, it is chaos and Jesus. that is bright flashing light. And meanwhile, there the Triton is still holding the door and Tony is looking back at you guys like, you guys fucking coming or yeah, what? Just, let's yeah, go through the door. I, I let's go through the door. Go. Uh, yeah, I think we're going with Tony. I do have more questions about the light, but in due time. Yeah. In due time. In due time. So we go through the door. So you guys rush through the door as you all make it through the threshold. It closes behind you, and the sound of struggle and slaughter cuts silent as you're deposited in another nondescript stretch of hallway, presumably elsewhere in the facilities. A very soundproof door. Ah, uh, soundproof doors are tight. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan well, George, come be in our podcast. <laughs> as a reminder of how the base works and how these doors work, all of these doors look the same. All of these hallway sections look the same, but 
the thresholds. I'm not sure he what? actually. Fig- I, I can't remember I if you guys you, puzzled we, like, this out. Or yeah, not. because they're like matrix like two codes. doors. Like there's codes in the doors, and like each With of the runes. The, yeah, there's like the different runes, and then each of the runes like goes to like corresponds to a different department. So you can like activate. This is from what I remember. You can activate the palm pads, and it like will you know if you're like authorized to go to like the whatever department, it will take you right. Yeah, like, yeah. The doors the- are like they're like portals. To get from department to department. So it's not necessarily like a, like you can open the same door three different times. Don't be three different places. Exactly. Okay. So Matrix 2 style. From the way the sound cuts <laughs> out, you can assume fairly simply that you are in a different part of the facility. This is a matter oh. of it's a soundproof door. It's when the door closes, its connection to wherever you were previously is gone. And... That door doesn't like necessarily portal closing back basically. to where where you were. Before. Okay. Um. What 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 are we? So what's Tony doing? Is Tony like? Is he like trotting down the hallway still? Like uh, Tony. Tony is sort of uh looking around. Uh, he's checking. There are a couple doors. Uh, but all of them seem to be sealed. Uh, he like tries to like hoof at one of them. Uh, but it doesn't do anything. The his hoof won't register on any of the palm pads. Um, so as of now, we're like functionally, I guess, trapped. I mean, uh, like we don't, there's no obvious like place to go. It's no. like, we're just in a room with a bunch of doors. Uh, yes. Okay. And Tony, Tony trots back to is like, okay, guys, what the fuck is going on? And I was going to ask you the same That's fucking thing, dude. You're the one who knows the names of all the door opening creatures and stuff. I mean, I figure you, you might know more than we do. You, you, you talking about mod? Yeah, is that is that M A U D E? By the way, that helps me remember. No, mod M O D mod mod, as in mysterious opener of doors. Oh fuck, that makes so much sense. Have anger because you open it opens doors. That's that makes so much sense. There it is. Bob. Look, <laughs> I, the bottom line is no one particularly knows what what or who mod really is, but mod can basically. Best we figure is some sort of interdimensional being oh, that's that can sweet. Just pop up wherever she's needed and open doors as is uh, helpful, best, necessary. Oh, okay. that's like a deus ex machina, the person. <laughs> deus but- ex Modkina. Oh, watch out! Will. Does Helvetica say that, or, or is it Katie yes. say that? Helvetica, Helvetica oh, steals cool. Eric's joke. I, I hold my hand up for a way too high high five that you can't reach. Helvetica uh, 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 squeezes like Blumkin's like bicep. That's like <laughs> okay, <laughs> not like in a weird way. <laughs> no, that's fine. no, 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 not in a weird way. No, I know, I know, I know, I know. Um, I guess so. Like, like I kind of want to just start way. trying doors. Helvetica turns to Tony and she says. Uh, could we just get Maud over here to, to, to maybe, I don't know, let us out or get us back to to Knuckle place? I mean... Uh, Tony sort of ponders that for a second. It's like, well, I mean, Maud appears based on necessity. And so if we got, if you all knew where you wanted to go or where you needed to go, maybe Maud would appear and take you there. I mean, clearly Maud brought us back together so that's uh, that's meaningful. I'm happy to see you guys. <laughs> I don't know how about you guys, but I'm glad that I'm not alone with all these fucks anymore. <laughs> you know, I'm uh, 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 Tony. You know, and I walk up and I like put my hand on his like 
horse cheek. Unicorn cheek. Shit. Sorry. Ooh, that was a close one. <laughs> my, I put it. my fucking what cheek? Yeah, your unicorn cheek. Your very, very robust and manly unicorn, <laughs> not horse-like cheek at all. Fuck it. I, 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 I caress it and I like lean in and I lean into his ear like in a callback to episode one and I say, it's good to see you too, Tony. Aww. Do you got that 14 gold you fucking owe me? <laughs> I didn't think so. I didn't even wait for a you response. Could, I just could, said, you, "You could, you could take that and shove it right up your ass." Oh, <laughs> right. oh okay, well, Joey, right. okay. As much as I hate to interrupt this glorious reunion, um, here's my question. Um, one, does anyone remember how Helvetica talks? Second, um, <laughs> no, I literally don't <laughs> think anybody like, does. I was like, I don't know. It's very, it's, it's woefully inconsistent. That's what I have to say. Um, so Tony, essentially, what you're saying is, if we believe hard enough. We can we can get to where we need to go. She's up to something. I don't know what, but maybe if we we made a plan, Mod would pop up and help facilitate it. All right. Well, well do any of the doors look? They all look identical. Pretty, yeah, pretty much. I mean, basically, you are in a stretch of white hallway, similar to how you have a couple times before. Now the walls are circular, so everything sort of runs together, floor to wall to ceiling. It's like a tube, with right. branches going off of it, with a couple doors with keypads. There's basically the door you came through. There's a door on the opposite end of the tube, basically the opposite end of the wall. And a couple of doors to the sides. Gotcha. So, I mean, it also, like, the doors don't necessarily go, like, they, all of them go everywhere, supposedly. So, it was just pick a door. One pick a door. But we don't have a way to open. Well, I'm glad that you, what, no, what, what? Do, do an insight check. An, an, hey, first check. First check. First, I'm just going to roll it. I'm going to roll it live. That's a six for Blumpkissimo. We both, we both got sixes. Wow. That has to, that, it's a matching number. Snake I know that, that doesn't count for much, <laughs> but I feel like it's weird that we both rolled the same number. That, that, is, that is undeniably weird, but a six is not particularly Just kidding, I rolled a 17. Roll. Look, I rolled it. It's right there. It's not typically how D&D works. Hey, Katie, um, just stop dicking around, okay? This is serious business. All right. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay, Blumpkin. I know. Okay, fine. Dear, fair point. <laughs> Tony sort of looks at you guys as you contemplate these doors, try to get some insight into how the, how they might work uh, and how you might get to wherever you need to go. And Tony sort of trots up and is like, it's, it's not about picking a door. It's about picking a destination. Oh, cool. Yeah, because all the doors go everywhere, so fuck it. Yes. I mean, Where I do... think we ought to try and get out of here. That's well, what about I that think. doctor? The guy that had us in the... Well, we got to find Knuckle Nuts, too. Knuckle Nuts knows what's up. So, like, do we... Would we presume... Can we Can we, can we kind of, like, yeah, we take should... us to Knuckle Nuts, or do we just have to, like, try to guess where he is and want and go I mean, there? I would I would say Also, that... get your holy symbol back from, the, from oh, Atticus. yeah. Fuck, the armory? Shit. Yeah. Yeah, I say we try to go to the armory. Yeah, yeah? I think I think we need to go to right. the armory. All right, so so I'm like, hey, everybody, I'm taking credit for the idea. Hey, everybody, let's go. I, I would really like to be back with Steven a little bit. There is a hiss at the door before <gasps> you can even finish the words. Whoa. There's the sound of the mechanical clicking, the key rune atop the door illuminates, and the door opens, and you see a halfling sort of poke their head out from the other side. The halfling sort of looks at you and goes, Oh, hello there. Let me get the door for you. 
Uh, Mod, you son of a bitch. Freeze frame. <laughs> I, ju I jump in the air and do a little, like, kick thing back. <laughs> and you step through the door, and you are in the armory. Now, the armory is a fairly expansive room. As the door closes behind you, you sort of look around and realize that this room seems to stretch on for a while. There are racks and rows of shells that are all neatly organized, but with a whole spectrum of various magical items and weapons and other accoutrements. Just like the Matrix so, 1. So, Maud, so this time, because when we... When we first went to the armory we were at the little like check-in desk right yeah so this is like just like inside the the armory you are you are inside the armory itself uh well here let's play some D, &D. roll a perception check hey oh no i know i know it for sure that's a 14 for me dog oh that was a 10 i got a 10 okay uh on a 14 uh, remember how I talked about with the door closed where there was fighting? You couldn't hear them because presumably you were a distance away from wherever they were mm -hmm. before. In this case, you go through this door and it closes and suddenly you do hear something from the other side. Oh. And what you hear, you can't quite like make out what he's saying, but you can hear Atticus. Uh, and he seems to be trying to communicate with someone a little frantically trying to figure out what's going on. Okay. Um, and that's like decently, well, I mean, within earshot. So you get the close. sense that, that as much as these doors are magical, that he is genuinely, perhaps because he is the guard for the armory, that he is genuinely on the other side of that door. Uh, and okay. very close by. Okay. All right, I hear that, that that very handsome, large guy that that um, that took your holy symbol. I hear him. He's like right there. So uh, I don't know about you, but I'm going to go ahead and find Steven. You know, I miss him. I'm going to go. I'm going to find him. Uh, I generally have a pretty good sense of where he is. So I'm just going to just going to start rifling. Ooh, um, uh, Bumpkin, I think that maybe touching things I'm might already not be touching the, everything. Yeah, that I, is what he is doing. I I are you are you using any sort of stealth or guile in this or is <sighs> completely lacking I'm like it's like cartoon stealth you know like it's not I'm not really trying but I am aware of what stealth like looks like so I'm sort of <laughs> imitating that and I'm like even even if I don't like even if I know something isn't Steven I don't like pick it up but I like I, li I like poke it you know sure. like I sensory want to touch it sure. so I, I like at least poke some objects you know, with because, my, my fingers. Because Blumpkin has ADHD. Because Blumpkin does have it. Well, it's because the guy that plays him has ADHD. There's nothing. Uh, make a make a stealth check. That's what I'm talking about. Hell yeah. <laughs> Fuck, that's a three. Oh, no. Uh, I mean, that honestly so scans for that, that makes a lot of sense, yeah. Yeah, uh, you go and you are sort of poking around and touching stuff and everything is very well organized in here uh make a dexterity saving throw jesus oh, no. oh gosh don't like that at all that's a 15 okay all right you are sort of poking things and touching things that you really shouldn't be and all of a sudden <laughs> who's to say uh like you like touch something and these like very nicely very well lined sort of row of weapons start to domino. Oh god. And it's like click 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 and they are 
like clicking <laughs> over each other, and it's not particularly loud. But you realize as the chain is moving closer to the edge of the row that when it reaches the edge of the row, it's going to knock something off. And that impact of it catching, like hitting the ground would make a loud noise. But Blumpkin with a 15 dexterity check, you like, <laughs> and manage to like rush over and like catch it before. Are it you sure that he didn't use his rope to try to lasso it? <laughs> Are you sure Jesus that's not what happened? Christ. <laughs> yes! Yeah! You're just standing in just like abject like bafflement and concern and just like all of this is happening before she can even say anything. She's just like, what? And, oh God, she's... So, so the things are dominating over to each other. You see it happen. You like take out your length of rope. And like Helvetica's sitting there, Tony is like looking through the wetland. Like he is, he is being very sneaky himself as he sort of like trots around and looks at other stuff. He is completely unconcerned with whatever you're doing. Uh, Helvetica, <laughs> you you look on in judgment as like this is happening. You uh, kind of like could do something yourself about it, but you're too. Uh, busy just letting Blumpkin dig his own grave. Uh, but you watch <laughs> as he like takes this length of, of rope and he like makes a little lasso and he tosses it right at the right moment and he catches the axe. Uh, and let's just go ahead and make a full on roll a d20 for me. Okay, all right. Okay, here it is. That is a... What am I adding? It's just, no. just a flat d20. Six. That is a six. Oh, okay. It is not. It is not, Stephen, that you caught. Oh, fuck. I was picturing oh. like a vase, like an ornate vase. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, then I do that, and it like, I, I guess I like land, and then like it's, I set it down like gently, I suppose, and I look over to Helvetica, and I say, Helvetica, I'm, I'm a, what, what just happened? I want you to look at me, Helvetica. What just happened? I'm going to use it as, ex, as an excuse to do dumb shit for at least the next six months. I'm going to say, remember that one time with the lasso? And you're going to say, yeah, because you, you're going to remember, because I'm making a whole point of it right now. All right, Bumpkin. Thank you very much. Just one little recognition. And for the record, it did look very cool. That's right. And I put my hand up low enough for you to high five it. And Helvetica very resignedly, just like with every, just like you can feel the deep internal sigh as she just like. <laughs> well, as as you reach into high five it, I change my hand into like a fist bump thing. So we like turkey, you know, you slap my <laughs> fist just because I fucked it up so many times that I think that's just how high fives go. <laughs> so I just assume that that's what's supposed to happen. Uh, make a sleight of hand check, both of you. Ooh. Oh Oh my! Oh my! I've never made that check ever. It's gonna be rocking a sixteen. That's a fifteen for me. Okay, thankfully, okay. as your hands sort of collide, you like <clears throat> Helvetica. You're the one that sort of like makes sense of it at the last second and go like you slow down enough to be like tap rather than like and make a loud noise that possibly can get you detected. <laughs> nice. Um, nice, very nice. <clears throat> meanwhile, Tony continues to trot around. and was like comes comes up and he's got like a bandolier around him somehow <laughs> he's like you guys are gonna get your shit or what all right you gonna you gonna look for your holy symbol yeah I look look for for my, can i roll a perception check and see uh, about, sure yeah like, roll, roll I, mean, I guess i just kind of assume like i was you can roll either perception or investigation i always to say that here's what happened chris painted too good of a picture with his words and i was picturing like the the fucking thing from indiana jones you know uh also that's a 17 
on a 17 perception check, that's pretty decent, uh, you manage to look around the room and see that things are, in fact, very well organized in here. Uh, there's great axes, which you realize Blumpkin probably should be pointed towards, like he was messing around in longsword, <laughs> and the great axes are a couple shelves over. Uh, but you manage to sort of scan the room very quickly and efficiently and see that there is, in fact, a section that is specifically for holy symbols. Uh, with the 17 perception, it's very easy for you to like go over there. Everything's like nicely laid out. You see there is all sorts of different holy symbols laid out here. Uh, you very quickly can find your own, uh, but this is just a friendly reminder as, you, as Helvetica looks over all this spectrum of uh, holy symbols uh, Helvetica is level three now, which means sort of deciding what her domain will be or is in the long term is sort of a, a question that will be developing as we move forward. Ooh. Okay. Um, well, I mean, do I have to roll like an investigation check or can I just like be like, oh, that one's mine? Oh, you uh, with a 17 perception, you, you scan it very quickly and can see it. Okay. It, it stands out and you can grab it. Okay. I would like to do something a little bit out of character. Okay. I want to take my holy symbol. Yeah. Um, but I think Helvetica sees one that is maybe like a little, you know, because mine is. By the way, in case I haven't talked about this before, Helvetica's holy symbol is just the staff of Ra from Indiana Jones. Like it is just the medallion that like <laughs> like Marion has. Uh, because I think that's funny. Um, but I think Helvetica notices one out of the corner of her eye that is much smaller and it's got like a dark sort of like green jewel um and this like very dark metal like maybe even not metal maybe some kind of like stone or rock or something like that um and it's just it's just like a very dark sort of like i don't say ominous but like a little bit less fun than the one that she's sporting right now and I think Helvetica's hand is going to sort of like linger over it for a minute. She's going to kind of do that like mm, thumb to her fingertips. And Helvetica's going to pocket it. Helvetica's going to take something that doesn't belong to her. Wow. I know. Interesting choice there. Uh, you managed to pick up your holy symbol with ease. As you do, you feel a sort of um, warmth from one of your pockets. And you realize that it is the uh, tag oh, that you'd use to claim uh, or to, when you turned in your weapons yeah. is uh, sort of uh, evaporated as you take back your own weapon. With that knowledge, do you still reach out and, and grab a second one? I don't think she can risk it. I can't. She's not going to risk getting the whole gang caught. Okay. I don't think she can. Like, Helvetica wouldn't want to get in trouble. Like, if she knew she could do it without getting caught. But, like, I don't... If if now... If she's aware now that there's there's magic, I, she, I can't. I can't do it. Sure. So, I think she's gonna, like, hesitate. But she's gonna feel that, like, warmth in her pocket. And she's gonna, like, a little resignedly step back. And she's going to say, Blumpkin, do not touch anything that is not yours. Okay, and I just like drop the long sword that I'm holding. <laughs> sorry, the, sorry, sorry, sorry. The two long swords that I'm holding. As you turn around and see Blumpkin holding these two long swords, uh, he had just picked them up, and as he goes to drop them, there is suddenly a loud buzzing. 
uh, sort of alarm that sort of reverberates through the room. And uh, Blumkin is still sort of writing on your earlier perception check. You hear a uh, voice coming from the other side of the door going, What? What the devil is it now? Oh, bother. Oh, I'll be right back. Atticus on a date? (laughs) (laughs) And you uh, hear the mechanical clicking of the door uh, sort of opening up. You see the key rune above the door illuminate, uh, and the door opens, and the towering bear-armed form of Atticus the Goliath steps through, uh, hyper-vigilant as he quickly starts to scan the room, and I'm going to need both you guys to make a stealth roll. hey uh, If you guys are trying to hide. You guys may not be trying to hide. Well, uh... I mean, I, I honestly feel like if we're trying to get our stuff back, like, I've got my thing. Right. And you need Steven. And he's, so he's already, like, in the room? Or he's, like, opening... And that's where we're at. You will have a moment um, to react to him coming through the door before he steps through and starts scanning the room. So you have this moment here to, it's it's a very brief moment, but to decide whether you're going to hide, whether you're going to run, whether you're going to just be like, Atticus, good to see you, and try to talk your way out. Well, because we could, now now that you, that Helvetica knows... One, that they're like la- fucking labeled and all that stuff. Plus, you would have remembered about the tickets because yeah. it started getting up, which presumably might have some sort of filing number on it. But either way, we could just in one, just like, we're at a good end. We just run and like, as we pass the axes, I like try to grab, I you know, grab Steven. Yeah, and we just Atticus keep running. is quite large. He is quite large. Like he's he is an, he is a Goliath, which means he is literally large. Yeah, with, with the arms of a bear too. I don't want to I... screw with that. God damn it, Eric. <laughs> that's 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 what that was, right? Anyways, <laughs> I say I, I think I say we just hide. You want to hide? Yeah. I just I just feel like Helvetica and Atticus had sort of a connection. They did. And Do I, you want me to hide? I kind of feel like. And you maybe... talk your way out of it. Well, yeah, but then you're stuck in the armory. That's true. All right. Well, then, what if we like protest? Should we? Are we also like in any way? Are we gonna like try to pretend that we're not doing what we're doing? Because we could like try to like act cash, you know, and like yeah. Well, as, as of this point, we haven't really done anything wrong. Well, like, presumably we're, we're not the... supposed to be in this room. No, but we could blame it on Mod. Are you gonna fuck over Mod like that? Yeah, I would. <laughs> I'm down. Let's still let's talk it out. Let's talk it out. You want to um, talk it out? Yeah, okay. Can I paint a picture with my words because I'm envisioning something very sure. specific? yes. So I think, like, I don't want to DM for you, but I just, I don't know why this just popped in my head, but, like, I think, so, like, Atticus, like, walks into this, like, armory and, like, you know, he's, like, really tall so he can, like, see all over, over the shelves and stuff. And so there's just, like, this moment where, like, he doesn't see anything and then Helvetica, like, very slowly, like, pops up from, like, behind, like, a like a shelf full of, like, knives or whatever, holding the ticket. Like, just very, like, hmm, like, Atticus, so good to see you. I'm so terribly sorry for the inconvenience. I'm I'm afraid I must have taken a wrong term. I ended up back here. I was trying to find you. Um I was I was wondering if we might cash these claim tickets. Thank goodness you're here. It's, it's impressively organized back here. I I must compliment your um administrative work. 
and then uh, Blumpkin's roll. doing the jerk off hand gesture from behind the wherever, like uh, off camera. Roll a per- persuasion check. Oh, I would be delighted to do that for you. That is a thirteen. Ah, uh, wait, no, twelve. Sorry. So Atticus sort of looks at you raising your little ticket, and he raises an eyebrow. And hmm, I mean, I'm not—you're not necessarily lying in any way. Uh, he's gonna roll insight on you. Okay. Uh, Atticus rolled a four in, on his insight. <laughs> um, Got him. Uh, and so Atticus sort of looks at you and goes, "Now I discover if I can actually do Atticus's voice right." <laughs> um, he looks at you and goes, "All right, so you aren't the ones that have caused all this chaos, right?" Oh no, we got caught. Uh, no, now I'm doing your accent. Oh no. Uh, no, we got caught in the um in in sort of the crossfire of it. Uh, we 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 were tr- we were trying to get out of the fray, and uh, Maud br- brought us here. I must have been. I th- I think Maud must have thought. Wait, we meant wait, it. Maud. Yes. Maud did this. Yes, I think it was. It was maybe like, it was. It was probably a misunderstanding, miscommunication. I wanted to go to the armory, but I think Maud meant like the armory, armory. But I meant, of course, checking in with you first. Make a deception oh, check. Oh, come on. <laughs> come on. You are now lying to <laughs> Yeah, well, that's a 19, so Damn! Even. Atticus is a good liar. Uh, yeah, uh, Atticus uh, looks at you, and he, he sort of weighs it over for a second and is like, well, I suppose it would be a pity if you guys were defenseless in here with whatever's going on. Do you, do you know what's going on, by the way? Do you know what what is happening? I'm I'm I must say uh, we've never we've not really done this before, and this is this is sort of a lot for a first day on the job. Well, I'm not getting much through the comms, but what I can tell, there was some sort of breach. One of our more, well, let's say, unfriendly anomalies broke free of containment. Oh, and is causing some chaos. Well, is is there anything we can do to help? Well, I suppose if you could figure out what's going on and somehow contain the anomaly, that would be a great deal of good for this place. You know, I meant more like emotional <laughs> support. Uh, I don't, I don't really know if we're qualified to to just sort of take this on. Uh, uh, if you if bare barehanded. Speaking of which, uh-huh. so so, uh, what what your plan then was? Uh, you wanted to come to the armory, reclaim your weapons, and then just sit around and drink tea until it all blows over. Well, so no, what's, I your, was, I was, what's your plan I was, here? A training montage, quite frankly. <laughs> a training montage of us with our own weapons. Yeah, but we don't know what's going on yet. Like we still, we have no idea. Like we got, we talked to like the weird guy, and then like Navalnas fucked off somewhere and just like left us. I mean, I think our incentive right now, our motivation is to try to find Navalnas because Navalnas can give us some answers. He can fucking say things cryptically and shit. You know, like I think we try to find Navalnas. Yeah. So I think we try like like at this point, Blumkin has realized. That this is one of those times when he needs to shut the fuck up because he's just always like letting you do the talking. Okay. Well, I so I think I think our motivation though is to, to just try to get out of Atticus's deal. Yeah. You know, like get yeah. away from Atticus yeah. with our weapons yeah. and Tony. I'm, yeah. 
and we uh, fuck off to yeah. go, presumably to go find Knuckles. I just I just feel like. Well, Blumkin, I just... Blumkin, Blumkin's charming, too. Blumkin might be able to... Yeah, I know. I just... I'm very torn because it, it seems like they're really struggling and we might be able to offer some assistance, but I also don't want to put you in danger. Oh, well, that's very sweet. But don't don't you think we'd be of more help with Knucklenuts because he, like, you know, has memory of things before the volcano, you know? Yeah, that is that So, is like, right. he could be, like, our, our docent... You know, tell us about all the priceless artifacts and stuff. I, some, sometime not today, Blumkin, I want you to tell me how you learned the word docent. <laughs> oh, it's a very funny story. It involves a trampoline and a lizard. Uh, but, uh. That's for another time, after I think of what the fuck that story's gonna be. <laughs> the first two nouns I could think of. Meanwhile, Atticus has seen the mess that you've made, Blumkin. And he, oh, he's not even angry about it. He's just disappointed. Oh. And he's sort of like. Oh. <sighs> stings. And he, he just sort of walks over and starts like putting things away nicely again. Like he clearly spends a lot of time working on this. And well, you I, kind of messed things up. I, I, I did kind of mess things up. Um, I but I'm also I'm like I'm Bumpkin is not like his right self right now because he doesn't have Steven, so he's like naked. So I, I can I like can I just try to like grab Steven as Atticus is doing that. I mean, how are, how are you? Are you just looking for yourself? Or are you going to ask? Well, I guess I'll ask. Or... Well, Havenica, you need to. You have the your ticket. ticket. But yeah. Blumkin doesn't know that because Blumkin's long forgotten about the ticket. Yeah. So you need to be like, hey, uh, there's a ticket. Yeah. Um. Well, okay. <laughs> let's let's say this. I just want to mitigate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, let's say this. Helvetica is going to notice Blumkin getting like more agitated as like he can't find Steven because he's getting like overstimulated by like all the shit that he can't touch. Um, so Helvetica is going to reach into her, like, cloak pocket. She's going to pull out the ticket, um, and she's going to go to Atticus, and she's going to say, Atticus, I'm, I'm so terribly sorry to be a bother, but, uh, I really think in a scenario like this where we might be in danger, uh, we would be much better served if, um, Blumkin could, uh, redeem his, uh, ticket, f- uh, for his, his possessions. His, his name is Steven! His Steven. Thank you. Uh, yes, uh, Steven... Uh, it should be amongst the great axes. Have you checked there? Uh, well, no, I just wanted to ask your permission first, obviously, your system, great respect. Um, one, one more question, Atticus. Um, I don't suppose you've got sort of an un- unclaimed policy, do you? If, um, you know, anything were to be sitting around for, for too long, um, you know, obviously I, I certainly want, wouldn't want to take anything um, that didn't belong to me. Um, but well, there was something I spotted and, and I just couldn't help but notice that it, it just didn't seem like it had been very well used for a while. And, and I just would hate for it to go to waste. Atticus sort of mulls it over and goes, we tend not to try to lend out things after a while, because we never know when someone might come back and reclaim things. But we can talk to my friends in our armory proper, and if there's something you're looking for, perhaps they can help outfit you later. Oh shit, is this not the armory proper? There's like a bigger bad- badasser again. This armory? is weapons storage. Oh, so this is like the coat the coat rat like room yeah. of yes. the place. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Ticket. Was that not 
abundantly clear when you all <laughs> no, no, in. No, it was not. No. <laughs> Things rarely are. It's me. these belonging. <clears throat> in fact, as this happens, you watch Tony sort of like trot over, and Tony has like two bandoliers, <laughs> including one that appears to just be a bandolier of grenades uh, and sort of a machine gun sort of like strapped over one, one, one of his sides. Uh, and, and just this like big old nasty looking saddle. And he just like walks up to Atticus and, and he's like, one second. And just proceeds to puke up just a small handful of tickets. Uh, like, he was, I, I'm sorry, I've been holding on to these for a while. I haven't been back here in a bit, and um, I'm, I'm just gonna take these back now and hold on to them uh, just just in case. So okay? they actually were his, and he's just been eating the tickets for storage. Surprise! That's good. I'm impressed he could just regurgitate all of them at once. He's like that that the German German dude swallows the the billiard balls. That guy, you know, what I'm talking about. It's it's a cool potty trick. I, I learned it from a friend. Uh, very quickly. Fuck you. Uh, uh, why, why would you say that, Katie? <laughs> because I have a very specific party trick, Christopher. Uh, uh, that's what happens when you're a magician. Uh, okay, so... So I would use the ticket to get... So we get well, Steven. Do we get, yeah, so do we get Steven with the uh, ticket? Do you present the ticket? Roll, yeah. roll a perception check. Blumpkin. Hey, this is 17. Nice. Uh, you look amongst the great axes and it's not there. <gasps> How long have you known that, Chris, you jerk? Who the fuck would take Steven? It, it is not amongst the great axes, but with a 17... Is, is it amongst the awesome, epic, fucking world-slaying axes? Um, it's, you... just, it's just... There's, like, Steven, and there's this other sword in his name, the flaming, raging, poisoning sort of do. You, you, you're looking at the great axes, and all of a sudden, Atticus looks over and is like, Wait, wait, I remember now. It's not amongst the great axes. It's, it's over here, and he leads you to a section that is off to the side that he has to produce a key for what? on his person what? and what? uses it to unlock it and goes, really aren't supposed to show you this, but every now and then we, we scan all of our weapons as, as we uh, register them and uh, make sure that nothing seems out of miss or out of line. I have to admit, your weapon came back a little suspicious there. We're not quite sure what's going on with it, but uh, your great axe might be more than it seems. And he hands um, you Stephen, and... What does that mean? As you look at it, what you realize is that it is not any normal great axe. I mean, you've been using Stephen for a while now, for as long as you can remember, which is not very long. Uh, and maybe you knew this before things, before the volcano, before Havenloft, uh, and you just forgot it. But Stephen is a magical great axe. It is a plus one great axe. Wow! Um, plus one to for damage? Yes, damage and attack. Fuck yeah! Um, and so, yeah, there's something suspicious, there's something strange about your great axe that clearly sort of set it apart from the others uh the other regular sort of normal great axes uh and because it was suspicious they sort of locked it in the special containment but atticus oh. sort of looks at him and goes 
Use it carefully, friend. Uh, can Helvetica cast Detect Magic on Steven and see if she can, like, ascertain, like, what type of magic this is or, like, what's sure. going on? That's a natural 20 plus a 22. No. Uh, it's, it's, it's real there. I'm not making it up. It's right there. Look. Um, Steven's fucking magic, dude. Steven's fucking magic, dude. You cast Detect Magic on Steven. And with a natural 20, you watch as the great axe glows and you register that there is transmutation magic at work here. Very, very powerful transmutation magic. That's like, um, that's like McGonagall and Harry Potter can like turn into teacups and stuff. Unlike any transmutation magic you've ever encountered before. In fact, um... You're fairly new to assessing such things, but if you were to, like, try to put a word to it, you might call it anomalous. Wow. It is is strange and potent transmutation magic that is at work within Steven. Helvetica tells none of this to Blumpkin. Helvetica just sort of, like, (laughs) does the spell, and she, and she, she realizes this. And she just says, "Well, everything seems to be in order, Blumkin. I just wanted to check and make sure he was all right." No, well, wait. What did you What did you do just then? Did we, uh, you caressed it very sensually. It was very nice. What What was that? You You got exactly what's going on. you know, magical weapons in a place like this, you never know what sort of thing you can pick up. And I'll even say, as you are having this conversation on a nat twenty detect magic, mm. Atticus uh, comes over, and Atticus has. Uh, Mary and Axe number two. I think it's Maria. It changes Maria. a lot. I yeah. don't remember. I think it's Maria. Uh, I think it's Maria. He, is, he is Maria and Axe number two with him. I thought it was and Martha. It might have been Martha. It was Martha for one session. I don't remember. <laughs> it's an M name. It I don't know. He is, anyway. He's Martha and Axe number two with you. And rolling off of your potent at 20 detect magic as he brings them over and extends them to Blunkin and goes, These are used too, I believe. You detect the same magic upon them. Whoa. So wait, so transmutation magic. So that doesn't mean they're like sentient. That means magic was cast upon them. I mean, that's something we would, we wouldn't know, I guess. You don't, you don't know any, particularly if Helvetica is not telling you this, you don't know any of it. Okay. In general, the nature of that magic, uh, particularly even with an at 20, knowledge of what it means, like, because transmutation magic can both, uh, like, you immediately went to McGonagall turning into a cat. Right. And that's certainly transmutation magic, but transmutation magic can also be buffs. It can be any number of things in terms of, like, okay. transmutation magic is, is certainly about instilling potency and power within people or objects or things. Gotcha. Just changing the, the properties of something. Yes. Gotcha. Um, well, sweet. So I take Martha and Axe number two from Atticus, presuming that he's giving them to hand it to me. Yes. And then, and I say, like, just not really grasping the enormity of what has just been said, but, you know, a little bit. He kind of goes, well, that's, thank you very much, Mr. Bear Arms. I appreciate it. Um, But I believe, and I, like, look at Helvetica, like, for confirmation, uh, we must be hitting the old dusty trail, if you know what I mean, uh, because it is about that time. So, Helvetica, you want to... You want to, you, you know, you want a little scooties, you want to scoot? Uh, <laughs> that was the oh, worst yeah. stuff I've ever read in my entire life. Roll a, uh, he, he extends his, uh, your Warhammer back to you. 
And and as as he's giving you these weapons, he also takes back the great axe and the warhammer that you lifted from the guys and is like, "Oh, get these back in the inventory." <laughs> um, we're making uh, Atticus's job so fucking know, difficult. We have, we have complicated Atticus's life greatly. There's he's gonna have to fill out like a lot of forms. Roll a perception check, both of you. I'm sorry, what was it? I know you just said Perception. It. Okay, I read performance and persuasion, and then I couldn't remember which P word you had said. I'm sorry. That is a dirty 20 from Blumkit. That's a fucking garbage-ass 11 from Helvetica. Uh, this is really great because this is something that you saw before, but you didn't. And now you are seeing it, but you didn't admit you are missing it. On a 20 perception check, uh, Blumkin, you're like getting your weapons situated. You look down as you often do to make sure that your shoes are tied <laughs> were, oh, wait, were they were they were they uh yes they were okay, oh thank cool. god Fuck. i was gonna Ooh. i was like gonna uh, start crying about it and as, as you but as you look down to check that you realize as you look over at atticus's shoes who atticus wears these nice sort of like leather sandals and so he doesn't even have to worry about tying his shoes <laughs> uh, which is really brilliant when you think about it you gotta give me some um, of those but you realize that in the warm sort of white light that is filling this room that you have a shadow helvetica has a shadow tony has a shadow atticus is casting no shadow dude Fuck. he's one of the th i don't know what they are the one of the things the non-shadow having things but eric yes what helvetica didn't tell blumpkin about it no she did not Oh, like, I don't, Fuck, so that I means Bumpkin would have right? no reason to, like, even give a shit. Well, I mean, he would notice, I mean, but he wouldn't be like, hey, this is the second time we've seen but this. Because, like, yeah, because before it was just, like, a really quick thing, and then we ran. Yeah. So we didn't have time to talk about it. Well, but I still think, so Blumkin still Fuck. sees that there's no shadow. And, like, although he doesn't know the trend, I mean, he'd still be put off by it, you know? So he kind of, like, goes, huh, and then give, like, looks, sees that there's no shadow, and kind of like, all right, well, thank you very much, Atticus. I really appreciate it. Um, but unfortunately, we do have a, a prior engagement we need to be getting to. Uh, no, that's the way. Why would he? I don't know. Well, we have to meet with a... Can, well, can Helvetica... Can I roll, like, a, I guess, like, a like an insight check or protection to see if Helvetica, like, notices Womkin is acting weird as shit all yeah, of a sudden? Yeah, absolutely. Do okay. an insight check. Just like, because, she's, because and she's trying to give him, like, the eye con like pointed eye contact, you know? And I'm just giving... Blumkin's just giving back the, like we need to leave this party vibe, you know, that like, I just shit my pants in public and we need to, <laughs> what, what handle should that, I roll? you know, inside. Okay. Come on. Fuck me. That's a seven. Uh, Havetica, you Ugh. don't, don't pick up on whatever Blumkin is throwing down. I mean, Blumkin's acting a little weird, but Blumkin is constantly acting a little weird. That is true. Um, so, but, so I, I make some, we need to leave this fucking room. We need yeah, to like, yeah. we've got our shit. We need to leave this room. Yeah. So I, I Blumkin just he says a bunch of bumbling excuses for why they need to leave, and 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 then like you know farts to make it funny, <laughs> and, then, and then like and says like all right well uh well you should try time to get on going to the dusty trail, uh but it's a pleasure talking to you uh. Uh, Mr. Atticus, thank you very much. You do gotta tell me about those sandals, I'll tell you what. And, uh, but, you know, uh, goodbye. I'm bad at goodbyes. I don't know how to do this. Uh, as you all move to the door, uh, where are you going next? Uh, well, I, I guess I wherever we Knuckle find, Nuts is. Yeah, we gotta yeah. find Knuckle Nuts. So, okay. we, 
does he have like an so mod will open the door well might open the door to wherever we're trying to go provided we actually like have a location in mind so i guess we have to just like think of like if knuckle has an office or something and just like yeah like knuckle Nuts Nuts office. office so like uh tony how uh, as we're like walking towards i guess there's a, like the door because it doesn't yeah. matter which door um, we're walking over and Blumkin's like, so, uh, so this mad person, M-O-D, I remembered, uh, is this person, how reliable is this person? Are they like, you know, are they like on salary, you know, like they're so they're just like on call at all times or is it like everybody gets like a couple and then they fuck off kind of thing? Like, I mean, mod, mod is, is mysterious and, and unknowable. Like. Well, that's true it's right but like, like a... what would happen oh say i don't know if like mod decided to like go on strike what yeah, would happen presumably I just mean, be like locked in these just fucking rooms. doors wouldn't open at times mysteriously <laughs> like most doors can open or close without a magical mysterious anomaly opener mysterious opener of doors opening them that is a fair point. That is a fair point. Most <laughs> doors tend to not need right, a magical shape shift like, to get to D. If you use D. it to get, you know, from department to department, how would you get from department to department? Well, the doors still do that. Most it's... people, mo- like, if you, are author- if you are in here and you are authorized to go where you are going, you can get there. Yeah, we need Mod to open doors because we're not authorized. Helvetica it's not like Mod is, is really just opening every single door. Everybody is yelling at her for asking a very reasonable Yeah, shut question. the fuck up, Helvetica. How dare you fucking <laughs> assume that my just doing all this work I, I don't even hear I'm just gonna walk towards this door with purpose and resolve and then I'm just gonna I'm just I'm just gonna say it I don't give a fuck I'm gonna say it out loud knuckle nuts is office and as you, I like reach uh, reach for the door and there is the I, familiar clicking of the mechanism there it is and suddenly the key rune opens up lights <laughs> up and the door opens and you see a human male on the other side okay uh and he sort of opens the door a little bit and goes oh hello let me and you watch his eyes go wide. He's looking at Atticus and looks at the floor, and then he just shuts the door suddenly. What? And suddenly there is a bright flash of light, and Atticus gets rocked across the head. <gasps> and you all need to roll initiative. What oh, no! the fuck? Bro! Ah! Wait, I just let Oh, oh boy, we're gonna roll for some initiative to fight a thing. It's we're gonna fight some light Ooh, or something. It's about to get intense. Illuminating is what's um, gonna happen. Uh, yes, that's what's about to happen. Well, hey everybody, <laughs> thanks so much for listening to Infinite Quest. Um, the last couple of weeks have been really super uh, long with what with the traveling and the holidays and, and the, all of the and stuff and the quest craft throughout quest go follow katiosaurus and hey on youtube uh, Shameless so, plug. <laughs> but we will be back to uh regularly scheduled posting next week don't you worry about that uh and we'll be back with more adhd and in the next couple of weeks yeah it's blumpkin again i switched the back to the voice is what happened chris has been really good about keeping up with the storyline he's really gonna keep playing 
And now it is going to happen. It's going to be great. None of this, what I just said, I needed to be said. But whatever, I contributed. But hey, everybody, thanks so much for listening. Thanks so much for being here. Remember to drink some water. Remember to take your meds. Remember to eat a snack. Remember to be kind to yourself. Be kind to others. And we will see you next week with a fresh new episode of Infinite Infinite Quest. Quest. (laughs) Nailed it.